short. It doesn't matter how much effort you put into it. You will never have everything you need in this life. But God has prepared an eternity for you. Which you prepare by living this life according to his way. Now, for most of us, we have believed that the greatest enemy we have is Satan. But I keep trying to ensure and assure you the devil is not your problem. You are your own problem. And so if we can get you to a place where you say, I'm a problem to my destiny. I'm a problem to my purpose. I'm a problem to God. And I need thorough help. By God's word and his spirit. Then at least we are heading somewhere with him. Now we're talking about flee from idolatry. You know, idolatry seven letter meeting one. Now Who's your biggest problem? You, right? Okay, so here's what. Let's make this easy for me and for you. We start by saying, since I'm a problem, I need to be the one who gets what? Fixed, right? Now hold that thought. Let's revise what we read in the book of First Corinthians chapter 10. That's where we, we started reading. You remember the story? In First Corinthians chapter 10. The story goes that all Israel, when they left Egypt, they were all under the same cloud. They all drank from the, the rock, which is Christ. You remember we read that. And it says, but God was not pleased with most of them. Because after they were tired of waiting for Moses, they said, where is this Moses? We don't know where he is. And they said to Aaron, make us gods. What does that tell you about people? People always need a God. People always need somewhere outside themselves to look for help. So they say, make us God. But they used the earrings, you remember we read. 
the earrings of gold, the blessing that God gave them, when they left Egypt, they took what God provided to them and made a replacement for God. And they declared with their mouths, Hear, O Israel, these are your gods. They bowed before a calf. You remember that? Like, and what did they say? They said, tomorrow, it's a feast. Who remembers unto who? They said, a feast unto the Lord. What have they done? They have made false God, but they declare a feast unto the true God. That sounds more like you and me. That's why we are not ready for the second coming of Jesus. Because when we gather like this, we gather in the name of Jesus, under the banner of the name of our King, but in our hearts, we have dethroned him for other gods. Don't worry, you will see. And the Bible says God was not pleased with them, and he killed most of them. Now, you must understand, it was not the devil who killed them. You do know God kills people, right? I know, and your theology does not accept that. I don't know which Bible you read. But God, when he's angry, okay, let me ask you. Did the devil bring the flood that killed the people? Eh? And saved Noah? Was it the devil? Was it the devil who destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah? Was it the devil who destroyed Korah and the rest? No. Because God is a righteous judge. And he has declared the wages of sin is death. And since he's the judge, Jesus says, when you fear, don't fear those who can just kill the body. But fear him who can kill the body and throw it into hell. That matter is settled, right? So if God does kill, fine. So now, God killed them. And then the Bible says, these things were written as examples for you and me. So that we do not become idolaters like them. So that we may not be what? Idolaters like them. So the first point where we, you and I must start is to first acknowledge that we are idolaters. This one you won't receive, I know. But later on, you will be forced to receive it so that you can move away from idolatry. So when we think about idolatry, idolatry is the replacement, this is a basic definition, of God by false God. 
Last week I said it is when creation goes beyond its scope to enter into the scope of the creator. The scope of creation is to bring God glory. God says, I have created you for my glory and I will not share my glory with anyone. That is the scope. So you and I have to operate in that. Whatever I do, whatever happens to me, my purpose is to bring God glory. But idolatry is when you step out of that responsibility and you now receive glory or give it to another. Are you following? So from that perspective, all of us become idolaters at one point or the other. And God says, what shall be highlighted to you in the next few weeks about your idolatry? Leave from it. Are you there saying? So he says, verse 14 of, I guess we are in 1 Corinthians, we just revise it. Therefore, my dear friends, flee from idolatry. I speak to you as sensible people. Judge for yourselves what I say. Is not the cup of thanksgiving for which we give thanks a participation in the blood of Christ? We'll come to these verses. I'm just reading them for today's. It, and is not the bread that we break a participation in the body of Christ? Because there is one loaf, we who are many are one body, for we all share in the one loaf. Amen. Consider the people of Israel. Do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? You are hearing the word participate again. When you eat, you participate. You become one with. Again. So everything that we do that replaces God, we are participating in idolatry with that particular thing. It says, You all know Mikiti Abadim. Yes. I get last week we told you that even if you do, we'll tell you it's wrong, it's demonic, and you are free to go to another church where they can tell you it's okay. You are what? Free to go to another church where they will allow you to participate in idolatry. Then your blood is not in our hands. So now, in this part, Listen what it says. It says, do I mean that the food sacrificed to an idol is anything or that an idol is anything? No, but the sacrifices of pagans are offered to demons, not to God. And I do not want you to be participants with demons. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. 
You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. Are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than him? Are you stronger than God? So that, that is from last week, right? So this week, what I want us to get into is just to get an understanding of the nature of idolatry. And then in the, the next few weeks, then we will show you and me how are we idolaters so that we can flee from it. Right? So let's start with a few things that I want to highlight for you about idolatry. These points, just think about them, write about them. We are going to expound on them as the weeks go. Are you there? Number one, remember these are just headline points. We are not laboring them today. The nature of idolatry is that idolatry is the dethronement of God. And a replacement of God by false gods. Remember this one, we spoke about it a little bit last week. That all idolatry is against the Godhead. Last week we explained that. That when you are engaging in idolatry, you are replacing either the Father from the throne or Jesus as the mediator or the Holy Spirit as the source of the power. Can I revise those ideas? We said last week, when you dethrone God, that's why people... Remember, you are free to go to another church. Even during the preaching, you can just stand up and go. Nobody will stop you. So God is enthroned above every other thing. And when God speaks, he says, I am God, and besides me, there is no other. You shall have no other gods besides me. We are going to read. And now when it comes to Jesus, I'm getting into that line of offense again. Remember, I don't owe you anything. I don't owe you money. I don't owe you anything. I'm happy to say what I need to say. It says, there is only one mediator between God and man. So there is a form of idolatry that wants to take Jesus away from the God-ordained position of the mediator. There is only one blood, one sacrifice that was made once and for all and it covers our sins. Because the blood of animals could not take away our sins. 
That is why Jesus came. And therefore, when Jesus speaks of us, he says, you now are my brothers and sisters. You are co-heirs. The veil in the temple has been torn. There is only one way. I, Jesus, am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody can come to the there is no alternative now let me uh, get on to my way of offense therefore to say Shembe is the way is a demonic declaration because it's a dethronement of Jesus as the only way Muyemeri is not, there's only one Muyemeri. When you go to your home and they say, let's go, you say, no, I don't want to dethrone God and I don't want to violate the position of Jesus as a mediator. I'm bad not. And the Bible says, Acts 1 verse 8, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Power is an enactment of the Holy Spirit's work. Now, when you say, Okay, some of I you don't know. See, now, I have to repeat thing every year. Okay, Baba Nakir, I get a word. Marakir, you know what I'm talking about. I get... They were cleaning us every hour. Now, when I have strength, this one has a vaccine and COVID. Hi, You don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, ask the person next to you, they know. When I have to be here, I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here, I'm going to red for danger here. Red, green, and blue, and white. And you don't know what I'm talking about. Ask your neighbor. They know. They may pretend they don't. Even Spate. Let's not talk about Spate. You know Spate has come back in a modified modern version. Hydro what? Mahua eh. Arbon. Let's just stick to what I was supposed to stick to. So now, those of us who come from those backgrounds, those of you who still go to Thangomas and come and defile this place, what are you seeking there? Power. You replace the holy just that one was also another 
point from last week where I was saying all idolatry is thrown men to God. It is an act of the will of the person's heart. It is the act of your the will of your heart. It promises freedom but delivers bondage. Let me just read you a verse in Psalm 16, verse 4. That one is very interesting. I want you to remember this verse as we continue in this series. Psalm 16, verse 4. I'm reading it in the Amplified Version. It says, The sorrows, pain, and suffering of those who have chosen another God will be multiplied because of their idolatry. I will not pour out their drink offerings of blood. Isn't that what we do? And then we do libations. And then it says there, No, will I take their names upon my lips? I want the NIV version. What, what version do you have there? The, the NIV says something very interesting. It puts it very interesting as well. Is it there? Not. Is it there? Put. Eri. No, I want the latest version of NIV. Okay, read in the demo. Yes, you can read. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. Hey, that's the part I want. Those who run after other gods will what? Suffer more and more. And what are not later? Rappel. Let me tell you. After we prayed for you, how talk again? The more is waiting for you. The more is like, oh, you left the other more in I am the other more now. I'm waiting for you. Because you will suffer more and more. Because you are dethroning. Where I was hoping I'll be by this time. But you know, I get it's our story, so don't worry about it. Idolatry provokes God to jealousy and anger. I agree, you read that. We're still going to read. These are just points. It is a doorway to demonic activity. You say Satan is your enemy. No, Satan is not your enemy. Your heart of idolatry opened a door for him. You'll see. It eventually devastates the world of the idolater. In other words, Ukonza is thick. They will devastate Bazo Mosha, Lamatimon, Azo Mosha, Impileaku. To the point you Utuena, Hai Natunkulunkulu, Agasek, Aganam. No, 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 no. God is there. 
But then go and check at your door. Who did you open? Who did you invite? Because idolatry is an invitation to the devil and demonic activity. Isn't it? Because you need a God. So since you have replaced the true God with a false God, a false God must come with his power. Are you still there, Basil? And then it says, it brings curses and calamity to the next generation. Mm. You will be surprised. Why in this home we just never get out of poverty? We are shot, good divorce. We are good divorce. Nobody has a proper marriage. No, go, 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 go back and check. The cover, the idolatry in your family bloodline. Who's next? This thing sounds funny, but you know they are true, right? You know there are those families that everyone is on chronic medication, high blood, diabetes, and it doesn't matter what these people try to do. You get a person who says, you know, I exercise, I do this, I do this, I'm healthy. Yes, you are healthy. But there's the more from your generational idolatrous covenant that is already coming down. Unless you break it. Unless you renounce it. Unless you denounce it. If it and most of the time, you will see the patterns. You will see somebody started like this. You know, some so-and-so was brilliant at school. And they started dodgy. Now they are nyaupists. And you look back at their father, who's your husband. And you think, my husband was such a liar. Every time, the next thing, he's gone. And you see this person. Where did it come from? Are you there? So let's just take it from God now. Let's go into the idea of how God explains idolatry to us in Exodus chapter 20. So when we read, I want you to hear what God says. I, when you are, you are engaging in idolatry, what are you doing to him? And what will happen to you? So he says, I'm reading Exodus 20, verse 3 to 5. So this is what God says. You shall have no other gods before me. That one is clear. You shall have no what? No other 
gods before me. You shall not make for yourself any idol or any likeness, form, manifestation of what is in heaven above or on the earth beneath or in the water underneath as an object of worship. Now, this is what you must not do. You shall not worship it nor serve them. For I, the Lord, am a jealous So when God is provoked to jealousy, equally his anger is provoked. When you provoke his jealousy, you are provoking his anger. And then it says, I'm the God who demands what is rightfully and uniquely mine. Visiting, avenging the iniquity, the sin, the guilt of the fathers on the children. That is, I call the children to account for the sins of their fathers to the third and the fourth generation of those who hate me. Are you there? And then, Utla Abarin, let's go to Jeremiah 2, verse 11. So, he told them, don't have other gods. But just like you and me, they did that. So he says, has a nation ever changed its gods? Yet, they are not even gods at all. But, but my people have exchanged they are glorious God for worthless idols. He says, be appalled at this, you heavens, and shudder with great horror, declares the Lord. My people have committed two sins. You, you see, idolatry is the act of your will. God does not say, the devil made them. No, he says, they committed two sins. And what are these two things? He says, number one, they have forsaken me, the spring of living water. And they have dug their own cisterns that can hold no water. Yeah, so now let me just take a few minutes and preach so that I don't have to try and follow. So idolatry comes through certain avenues and channels. The first channel is a channel of created things. 
of beings. Beings are either angelic or human beings. The, the second channel is of created things, innate things, things that are not alive themselves. Are you there, Bazana? So next week, I'm rushing somewhere, so I don't want to read all these other verses, but let me get to what the Bible says. In the book of First John, chapter 2 from verse 15, it says, do not love the world because all that is in the world is enmity against God because, remember, all idolatry is fighting against God. Now, it says, all that is in the world. And now it mentions three things. It says the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. And the pride of life. In other words, you have prestige and you have things and then you think you're better than other people. He says all these things are idolatry. But what I want you to understand is that when it says the things in the world, the world did not create the turmoil in us. It is us who created the, the turmoil in the world and turned the, the, the world into a machine that provokes enmity between us and God. Let me explain what I'm saying. When you go back in the Bible, you will realize this, that all idolatry is rooted in the heart of a human being or of a living being. Yeah, okay. You see, here's the reality. The abomination is not outside first. It is in the heart first. It says the heart is wicked. But before the heart was wicked, let's look at who started off this thing. Go and read for yourself. In, we read it actually last week, Ezekiel 28 and uh, Isaiah 14, you remember, about the king of Tyre and, and Lucifer. Let's start with what you know. Go and read for yourself. The Bible speaking of Lucifer, it says, you were created perfectly, oh Lucifer, son of the morning. You were beautiful, you were adorned. 
All stones adorned and worship you. You were placed in the garden of God, Eden. Until wickedness was found in your heart. For you, you corrupted your wisdom through your beauty. Now it explains what he says. You said in your heart. So think about it. The world is not there. The devil is there. Lucifer is there. God says you are a perfect being. Oh, guardian cherubim. Has he sinned? No. He has not what? Sinned. But what is happening is a disposition in his heart to dethrone God. Now he says, I will rise above the stars of God. I will go to the throne of the Most High and I will be. I will be. Who's the I? The being. The spirit being More. Lucifer, I will be, and then God says, Never, you can never be God. And he says to the king of Sidon, You say you are a God, you are just a mere human being, you will die like others. So you have to appreciate the fact that this thing did not start with the world. It started with him in his heart. Are you following? Say. Now, let's go to the Garden of Eden. In the Garden of Eden, in Genesis chapter 3, the devil comes to Eve. Did God really say? They have a conversation. Right? And for record, for those of you who have heard other preachings, Adam was there. That's what the Bible says. Because people like say, where was Adam when he... Go and read it. The Bible says, Eve took, ate, and gave to her husband who was there with her. Uh, we are not talking about that one. This is what I'm saying. Remember First John. The last of the flesh. The last of the eyes and the pride of life right so if the bible says and when the woman saw that the fruit has eve sinned yet eve is still sinless is the world corrupt no the world is not corrupt because the world got corrupted because of the curse that was put on adam i get so now look at Eve. The Bible says she saw that the fruit was good for food. What is that? The last of the flesh. And it was pleasing to the eyes. What is that? The last of the... Was it the world that was putting these things in her? No. It was her own disposition. And then it says, and the desire to have the knowledge, pride of... 
So what am I submitting to you this morning? It is not the well that brings idolatry in your heart. It is your heart that opens door to corruption. And then when the well that is now unfortunately corrupt gets a door into that space, make sure that you and God are enemies. So if we are going to try and solve the issue of idolatry, guess where is the first place to go? In the... And you're going to see that your idolatry and my idolatry is masked. In a copper head. Because you don't see other, you don't see your own idolatry, guy. But I will show you that other people, we always see the idols of the rich people. Oh, you know they they worship man. Do you know some of us? We worship pain. You don't know that. You know some of us? Well, Let me ask you a question. Who is the comfort? The holy? Are you sure? Are you aware that some of us have gotten to a place where he can't even comfort us? Because re remember, all idolatry is the replacement and the dethronement of the Others, we worship our kids. You have kids, you don't come to church for the whole six months. Like Banaba Obato, Shabanaba Obayat, Molong, Marikereken Habat, Kereken Banaba Oba, Shuamari, Spet Elemot, let in the gems. Other people, they worship their families. How to family faith? God can. Babangs, they have gone so low, they worship their cars. Babang, they worship success because idolatry. This is a point I didn't talk about. Music team want to come. Idolatry gives the impression of success and advancement whilst it actually takes away the true blessings. You know what is the true blessing of God? The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and to it he adds no so, make it what? Make it what? But Sheba, an idolater, an idolater pursues riches. And the Bible says he has pierced his heart with many sorrows. Not about to move.
Magabat like a rectin today. They pursue careers at the expense of everything. Eh? Is it wrong? I don't know. Go and judge for yourself. They can leave spouses and children just to get another thousand dollars. Break every covenant. Businesses. Greedy people are here. I told you. But it's uncharitable show. You didn't get that one. In their idolatry. They go, they bribe. Even God says, don't bribe. They bribe. They do what they do. All these wrong things in their greed. And then bears the last one. Pastor, the Lord has blessed me. Liar. You are a thief and an idolater. I'm helping you. Be an honest business person. Promotion comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from the East or the West. And if they are refusing to give you that tender, hit the floor with your and say, Lord, no door that is open for me will be closed. Because if God opens it, the devil cannot shut. But as soon as you replace God, you need to find an alternative. And then the comrades as your source. And then you come, you say you are blessed by ANC comrades. When you have stolen the money of the masses. Let's not go into it. But I just want us to each take a moment. I didn't get to where I wanted us to get. We will get there next week where you will see yourself, I will see myself. And we will fall before God in repentance and say, this system that cannot hold water, I'm closing it. Is that okay? For today, let's just ask God. God, forgive me. Wherever I have replaced you, dethroned you. Jesus, where I have made others my mediators, forgive me. Holy Spirit, where I have trusted other foreign powers and show me as God already to show you any form of idolatry so that next week when we get into it you are not offended because the Lord has already spoken to you let's pray